Hello, everyone, and welcome to Master English with Tim. In this week's episode, I am going to focus on pronunciation. We are now on the 47th episode of Master English with Tim, and so far I have not done any episodes that focus specifically on pronunciation. Now, I have recorded several episodes about the chewing gum accent, but those were more about listening comprehension than they were about pronunciation. When I first started writing this week's episode, my plan was to show you all how to pronounce 10 different difficult to pronounce words. But as I wrote the episode, I understood that the most important thing I was showing you all how to do was not how to pronounce specific words, but instead specific techniques for pronouncing any word. I came up with five techniques that can be used in combination with each other. However, we do need to use an example word, and the word I've chosen is world. That's W-O-R-L-D. I chose world because it's hard to say for a lot of people and because it's used all of the time. Now, if world is already easy for you to pronounce, this lesson still has a, a lot to offer you because, again, you can use the techniques I will show you on any word and not just world. So, let's get started. One reason the word world is hard to say is because of the er sound that is in it. Let's practice the er sound. I will say it four times. I will pronounce er first very slowly and then a bit faster each time. There will be a pause between each time I say it, and during that pause, just let the er sound repeat in your mind, please. Again, do not speak the sound yourself. Just listen to the sound er and let it repeat. So, first, slow. Er. Second. Er. Third. Er. Fourth and last. Er. That's normal speed. Er. Okay, you've listened to er several times now and let it repeat in your heads. Now, try to say it yourself. Do that now. Er. If it already was easy, then maybe there wasn't much improvement, but if the er sound was a bit hard for you before, probably it's noticeably easier now. This technique is called the mental replay technique, where you listen and wait and let the sound repeat inside of your head before you try to say it. If the er sound after mental replay is still difficult, there are still some simple and fast techniques you can use to pronounce er better. The first one is called back chaining. With back chaining, you start with the last sound of a word and move backwards, adding sounds each time until you have the whole word. Let's try it with our target word world. I will add a longish pause after each sound or group of sounds so you can let the sounds replay in your heads, and then I will in fact speak the sounds. So, duh. Second, old. Third, earled. Fourth, earled. Fifth and last, world. Now, let's move on to the next technique. The next te technique is called front chaining. As you may have guessed, with front chaining, you start with the first sound of a word and then add sounds until you have the whole word. Let's try front chaining with our target word, world. Again, I will add a longish pause after each sound or group of sounds so you can let the sounds replay in your heads as many times as you want, and then I will, in fact, speak the sounds. First, wa. Second, were. Third, world. Fourth, world. So, 
Let's do that again. Try to say the words this time, or say the sounds. Wa, were, whirl, world. Now, there is one more easy and fast technique. With this technique, you find words that sound similar to your target word and that you can already say relatively easily. For example, if world is hard to say, you might be able still to say curled. I have found with my students over the years that sometimes they can't easily say world, but then I ask them to say curled, and they easily say curled. Two very similar words. One's hard to say, the other one is not. And then I ask them immediately after, I ask them to say curled, to say world. And you know what? And you know what happens? They say world, and it sounds right. With this technique, you can even choose similar words to your target word that are not real words. For example, you can say burled or surled or girled or whatever. Well, that is the last of the fast and easy shortcut style techniques. What do you do though if uh, what do you do if even uh, they do not work though? Well, in that case, you need to bring out the big guns. You need to try anatomical focus, which consists of two sub-methods. The first sub-method is the mirror method. With the mirror method, you stand in front of a mirror or use the mirror function on your smartphone and look at your face as you speak. In the case of our target word, world, you need to open your mouth slightly and make your cheeks tense. Make the kind of face you make when you bite a very sour lemon, and then look at that face in the mirror to make sure that you're making the face that you're trying to copy. The other sub-method or part of anatomical focus is internal focus. With internal focus, instead of paying attention to the world around you by looking or listening, you need to close your eyes and think about the inside of your mouth. The inside of your mouth is where sounds come from, so you need to pay attention to what is inside of it and what happens there. Remember that our target right now is the er sound. Right now, please close your eyes and focus your attention to a small part of your world, please, that you rarely focus on. I want you to focus on the inside of your mouth. Feel your tongue and where it is inside of your mouth. Keep your eyes closed and only open them when I tell you that it's time. Now, with your eyes closed, pay attention to your tongue inside of your mouth. Move it around a bit. Move it up and down, left and right, to feel where it is inside of your mouth. Now, take the whole length of your tongue and push it up against the inside top part of your mouth. But there's an important detail here. When you do this, only the edges, only the left and right sides of the mouth, should touch the top of your mouth. Pay attention to the, how this feels. You should, um, sorry, only the left and right sides of your tongue should touch the top of your mouth. Pay attention to how this feels. You should feel only the sides and not the middle of the tongue pressing against the roof of your mouth. Take some time to become comfortable with how this feels. Take just a second now with your roof, uh, your tongue against the roof of your mouth. Okay, now you can open your eyes, so welcome back to the world. Now you need to use the mirror method and internal focus at the same time. So, make your lemon face, and at the same time, push your tongue up so that the left and right edges of it, but not the center of it, push against the top of your mouth. While you're doing this, make vibrations in your throat. So again, three things at the same time, lemon face, pressing the tongue up, and vibrations in your throat. If you've done it correctly, you can now say the sound... Er. Try to do that, please, for me. Er. 
So, altogether, we have five techniques for improving your pronunciation of difficult words. We have mental replay, we have back chaining, front chaining, the similar words technique, and anatomical focus, which consists of the mirror method and internal focus. Which methods are best, then, in which situations? Well, let's start with mental replay. You can use mental replay on a single sound like we did in this episode, or you can use it on a whole word, for example, the target word world. Let's actually do that right now, since we only did pretty much sounds and not um, the entire word. Let's do it real slow. World. Second time. World. Third time. World. Fourth and last time with normal speed. World. So, I think that mental replay is the absolute first thing you should try with every difficult sound and word, um, and even with difficult phrases. There are fully five reasons you should use mental replay first. The first reason is that listening generally is the basis of pronunciation. We learn to pronounce largely by copying the way that others speak. The second is that mental replay is something that you can easily do yourself without a teacher. Just use Google Translate or any online dictionary so you can listen to your target word and then repeat it. The third reason is that mental replay can be a massive, massive shortcut. Listening to a target word on Google Translate and then letting the word repeat in your mind several times often solves your pronunciation problem more quickly than you hoped it could be solved. I remember, for example, a young woman I met in Warsaw last year who was working at the youth hostel I was staying at. She had problems specifically with the word world, and for a few minutes I showed her how to do mental replay of this specific word. She tried mental replay, liked it, and almost immediately was able to pronounce world correctly. Her pronunciation of world didn't go to 100% immediately. There were still ups and downs after that one short practice session, but mental replay gave her a first real taste of success, and it did it very quickly. The fourth reason mental replay is useful is because you can use it to compare your own pronunciation with model pronunciation that you want to sound like. This ability to check yourself is also a key skill in learning listening. The fifth and final reason is that mental replay is the basis for the other methods of improving pronunciation that I'm about to talk about. The next three methods, back chaining, front chaining, and similar words are, like mental replay, useful because they are possible shortcuts. Instead of learning about the different speech organs and how they work together to make different sounds, you just make an attempt to slow down and say your target word piece by piece. And pretty often it solves the problem honestly without any hard work. Now, is it possible that back chaining, front chaining, or similar words won't solve your problem? Sure, but if that happens, it's not a tragedy because your investment of time was small. You tried, it didn't work, and you spent literally about two minutes on it. No big deal. So what do you do, though, if the shortcut methods of mental replay, back chaining, front chaining, and similar words didn't work? Well, you have still the anatomical method, which you will remember has two sub-methods, which are the mirror method and internal focus. The other methods I've shown you so far are basically low-risk, high-reward strategies. This is not the case, though, with anatomical focus. Now, sometimes you can use anatomical focus as a spot strategy for fixing your pronunciation of a single word, but usually this is best done with the help of a teacher who is skilled enough to trick your mouth into saying something the right way.
The anatomical focus method is arguably the most popular way of teaching pronunciation. Look at the most popular YouTube pronunciation channels like Rachel's English, or in pronunciation textbooks like Clear Speech by Judy Gilbert, and you will see that this is the main method everyone uses. Anatomical focus requires you to do something you almost never do, which is pay attention to exactly what is happening inside of your mouth. Because anatomical focus typically requires more effort, it is best to use it on the words that you still can't pronounce even after trying all of the other methods. Anatomical focus is also the only method that has a strong chance of success if you have pronunciation problems, not with a few isolated or exceptionally difficult words, but you, instead you have generalized pronunciation problems that you want to solve in a really big way. Okay, that's all for um, the five different methods of improving your pronunciation of difficult words. Um, tell me your thoughts and feelings about this in the comments, and I will see you all next Monday.